Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. Come on, I know that you mean that. They're in Durban, in Bloomingdale South, Bloomingdale North, Johannesburg, churches all over South Africa. Come on, give Him a big, big, big praise this morning because you can let everything that have breath. Praise the Name of the Lord. Come on. 2022, the year of many, 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 many breakthroughs in Jesus' Name. We believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. When the surface is hard, that's the time to bounce back. So come on, you've been in hard places, difficult places, but this is your year in the Name of Jesus Christ. Say Amen and believe it. Welcome to all our viewers on TBN. TBN yet to One Gospel, Praise TV, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, CRC Online, people all over Africa and correctional facilities with us today. Welcome in Russia, Israel, America, Europe, India, China, Pakistan. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. Come on, give somebody a Bluetooth high five and say, this is your year, whether you like it or not, in Jesus' Name. Welcome back. Welcome back. So good to see this place almost full again. And next week, it's gonna be filled to overflow in Jesus' Name. We're not going back. This is gonna be our greatest year ever. We have great things things planned. Don't miss, don't forget our, our, our week of fasting and prayer starting tonight. You don't want to miss it. If you don't normally come to church on a Sunday night, come tonight and we are believing God for great things. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and next Sunday we will break the fast. Every morning, six o'clock in our church facilities, also online. And then Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday in the auditorium, Bloemfontein. Beautiful people, I haven't been there for two years. Thursday night, you will see me in the flesh again. So make your way to the South Auditorium. There's 6,000 seats, so you come. And I'm gonna pray and lay hands on you. One thing the devil have stolen from us in this lockdown is doing what Jesus said, amen. Laying hands on people and breaking the power of Satan over people's lives. So, we are going radical for God 2022. Take your seats, thank you very much. Open your Bibles to John chapter 11. I have a moment, then I have to do a Philip <laughs> to Johannesburg, expecting thousands and thousands in the church service in Johannesburg. And uh, I'm excited to invite people to church. So we're gonna step it up in our faith. We're going to get out of the slumber, out of the hole, out of the lie and the deception that God is no longer able. I want to tell you and I say it, God's not dead. He is alive. If you believe it, give Him a praise like you believe that God is alive. Hallelujah. He's not some historical God. He still is a miracle worker. He still is a way maker. He still is a promise keeper. So John chapter 11, verse one, the Bible says, a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha, three of Jesus' favourites like you are. 
You can say amen at any time, okay? You are his favourite. Like I have three children, they're all my favourite. Last Sunday morning, I had four grandchildren, now I have five. They're all my favourites. Amen. And Angelique can give her own testimony. That was a miracle. After a placenta ruptured, which is a bad thing, but God saved her, saved the baby. So that was a great thing. Amen. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped His feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sister sent to Him. Well, that would be to pray. Lord, behold, He whom you love is sick. And when Jesus heard it, He said, listen, underline in your Bible, this sickness, this tragedy, this crisis, this pandemic is not unto death but for the glory of God. Can I have an amen? That the Son of God may be glorified through it. Then we know that Lazarus falls asleep or he dies in the natural and he's buried. And Jesus waits for four days. <laughs> I wonder why Jesus doesn't come at one o'clock or two o'clock or three o'clock or four o'clock or five o'clock or six o'clock or seven o'clock or eight o'clock or nine o'clock or 11 o'clock. He always comes one minute to 12 when it seems it's too late. When it seems that it's all over, when it seems hopeless, that's when you can expect God to do something great in your life. Then Martha, as soon, verse 25, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met Him. And Mary was sitting in the house, disillusioned. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. I mean, how many people uh, during this COVID think, well, God, why did you allow this? Or something happens, people say, well, Jesus, you could have stopped that. We're going to talk about that today. Because we know God can do anything, but sometimes He's do He doesn't. Because the greater your trial, the greater your test, the greater your deliverance, and the greater will be your miracle in the Name of Jesus Christ. Come on, He's not gonna abandon you. He's not gonna forsake you. He's gonna step into the fiery furnace with you and He's gonna deliver you from the fire. He's gonna shut the lion's mouth in the Name of Jesus. He's gonna walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. He's not gonna leave you. He's not gonna forsake you. His promises are still yea and amen to the glory of God. Oh, shout amen. I'm to somebody out today in Jesus' Name. But even now, listen, even now I know, even now I know that whatever you ask God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life, Zoe. He who believes in me, though he may die or things may die in his life, yet he shall live. Verse 38, Then Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, <laughs> I mean, Mary is praying on the side. Mary is the one that is a little bit cynical. You know, people go through tough times and there's always the one that believes and there's the other one that withdraws a little bit. The one that's a little bit despondent. Mary is despondent, but not Martha. She's having a discussion with Jesus about the last two years. She's talking to Jesus. She's voicing her faith, her disappointment, but also her faith and realises that Jesus still 
can do anything. And I think that says it. And that's my, my, my message this morning. He is the resurrection and the life. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Anything that is dead can come alive again. Anything that is barren can bear fruit again. Anything that is lost can be found again. Anything that is empty can be filled again. He still is the resurrection and He still is the life. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. Oh, shout Amen. In the Name of Jesus, somebody. Martha said to Him, of him who was dead, her brother, Lord, by this time there's a stench, for he has been dead for four days. It's over. How many people believe it's over? They lost their business. They lost a relative. And really, when she says it's, it's, it's the stone who stinks, there's a stench, she says it's a hopeless situation. Are you facing a hopeless situation there in Bloemfontein? Are you facing a hopeless situation in your emotions, your body? your relationships, your business. Is there something you are facing and that's hopeless? It's bringing a stench in your life. Maybe a form of emotional uh, uh, distress or depression and you've lived with that for so long like that woman with the issue of blood that you've almost lost hope and you've almost accepted living with that situation as part of your life. I'm telling you that that is not God's will for your life. And I'm telling you that God is gonna resurrect dead areas of your life. And I'm telling you that God is gonna break addictions and God is gonna remove burdens and God is gonna deliver you from bondages, that God is gonna show up as the resurrection and the life. And He's gonna break every curse, every spell, every fix, every ancestral curse of your life. And He's gonna do great things in your life. Somebody, you feel that God needs to move in your life. You better jump on your feet and give Him a praise in the Name of Jesus Christ. Come on. Otherwise you better get saved because He lives in you. Hallelujah, I feel the power of God in this place. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is gonna be dangerous. I'm not staying on this platform. I'm gonna grab some of you, lay my hands on you, shake you up, shake the devil, break every addiction, set people free by the power of the Holy Ghost in the Name of Jesus Christ. Some of you have walked away from God in the holiday and you've gone back to the Zongoma, you've gone back to the witch doctor and you're more bound than ever. Hey, listen to me today. God came to set you free and there is no greater power than the power of Jesus Christ. You need to go, I get your focus back on Jesus. Return to God with all your heart. Say Amen. That was somebody. So they took away the stone. Or let me read verse 40 because that's the key. Jesus said, did I say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Hallelujah. It's going to be a year of great glory. Not your glory, God's glory. God's going to do things so that His Name will be glorified. God's going to resurrect your business so His Name will be glorified. God's going to resurrect your relationships so His Name will be glorified. God's going to re resurrect your emotions so His Name will be glorified. Oh, come on, because He is the resurrection and He has the life. I don't care how smelly something is, how dead something is, how dumb something is. God is still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to His power. Shout Amen in Jesus' Name. I'm not here to teach you. I'm yet to inspire you, to activate you, to stir you up in what God has for you in 2022. Then Jesus, they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and he said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. Hallelujah. 
Every time you pray, God hears. Every time you pray, God answers. Every time you pray, God sends deliverance. Every time you pray, God dispatches the angels. Every time you pray, God orchestrates your deliverance. But because of the people who are standing by me, I said this, that they may believe that you have sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound. Hallelujah. That's for somebody. Something that was dead is going to come alive. A womb that was barren is going to bear a child in Jesus' Name. Emotions that are diagnosed with serious depression, whatever it is, you're going to come alive. God's going to touch you by the power of the Holy Ghost and you are going to sit in a service and the Holy Ghost is going to touch you and suddenly that yoke of depression and that yoke of bondage is going to be broken off of your life in the Name of Jesus Christ. This who died came out bound, hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. My message this morning simply is Lazarus come forth. I believe this is a year. Listen, where do you think are going to come alive? Say Amen. Where stale areas, stink areas in your life, addictions. Bondages, things that have become acceptable, that have brought a stench in your life is going to be changed. And you are going to bring a fresh aroma. You are going to carry the fragrance of Christ. The one that was bound will now be free. The one that was lost will now be found. The one that was blind will now see. The vessel that was empty will now be filled. Oh, come on. The person that was backslidden will be on fire for God in the Name of Jesus Christ. The cruisomatic will become a charismatic again, filled with the Holy Ghost and power in the Name of Jesus Christ. The person who had no purpose will be filled with the fire of God and you are going to carry the fire of God and you are going to walk in the power of God and you are going to do great exploits for God. The person that felt weak will be strengthened by the power of God. The person that was double-minded will be single-minded in the purpose of God, not by might nor by power, but by the Holy Ghost. Can I have an amen? I feel the Holy Ghost in this place, somebody. Give the Lord a bit of a praise in this place. Feel alive because the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. Hallelujah. This is not an emotion. I people say, I, I never saw Jesus shout in church. Well, everybody he touched in church surely shouted. People want to act dead and they come to a God that's alive. Let me just put your finger in one of these plugs and see how dead you are. Broken things are going to be fixed. Sick bodies are going to be healed. And by that I'm not saying don't go to your doctor. I think there's too many people who die that don't go to doctors. But doctors don't have all the answers. You have to believe God. We'll talk about it. When God works in your life, how to work with God. You can't sit filled with apathy. Your faith has to be proactive. You have to make a demand on the power of God as we will do this week. 
Mark 10, 27, Jesus said, the things that are impossible with men are possible with God, for with God shouted out all things are possible. Say it again, say with God. Say with God, say it. All things are possible. Don't worry, I'll preach you right. Just you get yourself your, your blessed assurance in the church. I'll preach you right. Some of you have holiday fatigue and COVID fatigue. I'll preach you right. I'll preach the fire of God right back in you. Get you under the glory. Get you in the presence of God. God's going to shake you up. God's going to touch you. Come on a moment in God's presence will change everything. There's going to be no neutral. There's going to be no passive. There's going to be no lukewarmness. There's going to be no mediocrity this year. There's going to be no half-hearted in this year. Come on CRC. This year we are going to be full on for God like never. We're already booking stadiums all over South Africa to have our harvest events. Already we're planning, looking for land in midstream to build another auditorium in East Rand to build another auditorium. We're not going to sit here. Now's the time to gird up our loins and to run for God like we never have, to plunder hell and populate heaven, to make a dent in the kingdom of darkness in Jesus' name. Come on, let the church of God arise. Arise, shine, your light has come. Let God arise and let His enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. Shout Amen in Jesus' name. So I don't care how hopeless, how impossible. I do care, but I mean I don't care. How dead? How long the delay? What your friends say? What your bank manager says? What your husband says? What your body says this morning? Your situation is not beyond the reach of God and neither is it outside of God bringing life, listen, for His glory. I believe God's going to intervene in many of your lives this year if you allow Him to. God's going to turn your sorrow into joy, your weeping into dancing. What was meant for evil, God's going to turn around for good. What was meant to harm you, God's going to turn around to bless you. Those who were against you, God's going to bring them and they're going to bow before you. That witch hunt against you is going to stop. I spoke to somebody very senior in our country. I can't mention too much, but I mean one of the most senior positions in South Africa, one of the most powerful positions. And he had, he's here this morning, a witch hunt for uh, uh, literally almost a year. People try to get rid of him because he had such a influential position concerning money in South Africa that nobody had been able to get their hands on to plunder. So they brought every kind of false charge against him. And I said, it's not gonna stick. It's not gonna stick. God will vindicate you. God has placed you there. God will reward you. God will turn your enemies around you. And he SMSed me a week ago. He said, Pastor, God has come through for me. Hallelujah. In the Name of Jesus, all the plotters and the schemers and the planners that try to get rid of Him, God said, no, I've placed you. No one can remove you. I've promoted you. No one can demote you. I've placed you. No one can curse you. In the Name of Jesus. Oh, shout Amen. In Jesus' Name, child of God. believe God's going to do great things. We're going to see our stadiums filled for the glory of God. Listen, if you're going to write anything on a wall in your life or your house anywhere, write for the glory of God. That's it. 
And that doesn't mean you're going to be passive. That means you're going to fight the battle for the glory of God. That means you're going to preach the Gospel for the glory of God. That means you're going to get up when you fall for the glory of God because God is not glorified when you quit. And when you grovel in your failure, God's glorified when you stand up. When you believe. Sometimes we think just like people in this passage, if you read the whole passage, people, and for time's sake, we never read it, the people said, but couldn't the one who raised the dead have stopped this? That was the discussion. Even Martha said, but Jesus, you could have prevented this. And we know He could. We know He could have prevented this COVID wave. He's not the cause of it. Get your doctrine straight. It's not the judgment of God. Get your theology straight. We live in a dispensation of grace. There's no judgment. People judge one another. God's not the judge. He's the Savior right now. There'll be the dispensation of the white throne judgment. But now we live in a dispensation of grace and truth that came with Jesus Christ. So the people thought He could have stopped it. I mean, sometimes people, things happen and we don't understand it. But if we will believe, if we will keep God at the center, things will turn out for the glory of God. Say amen in Jesus' Name. Even the most difficult situation, even the most tragic situation, if we don't allow ourselves to become bitter and cynical, maybe like Mary at that time, because the word Mary literally means bitter. Maybe a little uh, 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 look into her character. We, for, uh, for once in her life, she was disillusioned and she was bitter. Martha, Remember the two Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, Martha distracted the busy bee. Now Mary, who had this close relationship with Jesus, who prayed every day, fasted, read her Bible, suddenly her brother dies, her business loses her job. There's something bad happening in her life and she doesn't understand why. And rather than running to Jesus, she withdraws from Him, like so many did in this uh, pandemic, no. Make your way back to God. If you're watching on TV this morning, I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you. Make your way, put me on the camera. Come on, I'm pleading with you. Make your way back to God. Make your way back to church. Get yourself back into the fellowship of the saints. Run back to God. God will heal you. God will give you the peace. God will give you the reassurance. Come on, don't let your disillusionment, your hurt, your pain cause you to stay away from Jesus. God's not finished with you. God still has a future. God has a hope for you. And this is Mary saying to Jesus, if you were here, you could have prevented this. And what is Jesus' response? Mary and or Martha in John 11, 21, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. <laughs> you wanna think I haven't thought that? You wanna think I haven't been in a place of, but where are you God? Why did this happen? How could this happen? God, You are the all-knowing God. You are all-powerful and yet this happened. Why? It's not for God to answer the why. It's for God to turn the situation around for His glory as He sees fit. And that's why we don't quit. We don't lose our faith. We don't lose our hope. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, many people died in faith. Many people received their dead raised from life, dead raised back to life, but others didn't. They saw people die but they never lost their faith in the journey. 
faith that God was in control. Faith that ultimately all things will work together for good to those who love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. Come on, child of God, say Amen. The good, the bad, the ugly. The things you understand, the things you don't understand, the things that seem, why God? Now let God turn your pain into healing for somebody else. Let God turn your tragedy into a triumph for somebody else. Let God turn your mistake into a miracle for somebody else. Let God turn your setback into a comeback for somebody else. Let God turn your shame into a lesson for somebody else. Come on, all things will work together for good. For the glory of God. So Martha, a cry and plead to Jesus. If you, if you were, it would not have happened. And listen to what Jesus says. And this is the key for 2022. You better hear this. You can't be double-minded, uncertain, unsure, undecided. In verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me. Though he may die, he shall live. Then again in John 12, or 11 verse 39 and 40, and Martha, the sister of him was dead, said to Jesus, Lord, by this time, paraphrase, the situation is hopeless. It's done, 40, four days, foreclosure. I've lost everything. I've had to take this medication now for 10 years, like the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? You see, my brother, Satan is after your faith and your belief in God. Satan wants to get you into a place of cynicism, double-mindedness, where you stop believing that He still is today, 2,000 years later, the resurrection and the life, and that there is nothing that God cannot do. There's no situation that God cannot change. There's no dead body that God cannot raise back to life in the Name of Jesus. There is no dead emotion that God cannot revive. Oh, come on. Did I not say to you that if you would believe? I mean, that's big. Because people don't believe their reason. You listen to people today, there's no faith. That's why Luke 18 says, when the Son of Man comes again, will He find faith? Because we are so brainwashed by the media, by our friends, by our relatives, by everybody else, that people no longer believe that God is able. That's a problem. And the church, not this church, but the church in general, have moved away, listen, from the power of God where our trust is no longer in the power of God, but in everything else. Where we do not believe that in a moment, God can change everything. I mean, Jesus stayed away because we know the Jews believed that the Spirit was still around, the Spirit was still around for three days, attached to, with a silver cord to the body. And after three days, that was severed and the Spirit was gone. That's why Jesus waited four days so that the Jews would not believe that, well, this was not a miracle. By three days they knew that the silver cord was broken and the Spirit was gone. 
So Jesus had to bring Lazarus back from paradise. He had to get him back from the belly of the earth. Hey, I don't care how low things are in your life. Jesus can reach down as the resurrection and the life and He can lift you up. He can raise things up in your life because He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the resurrection and I feel the presence of God. Won't you give Him a praise offering for 10 seconds? Come on. Somebody needs a breakthrough, give Him a praise, give Him a praise. Come on, on television, give Him a praise. You're in Victoria. But I not say to you that if you would believe. I have to close and say this. And I really do pray for those of you that need a God intervention that you would set this time aside and press into God. Because this COVID, unfortunately, I don't even want to say the name, for two years have forced people out of the presence of God, away from God's power. I mean, Jesus never did online church. Get it right. Jesus touched people physically. So there's no pattern in the Bible for online. It was a time. People can prophesy till Jesus comes back. A lot of prophecies to make people dependent on the prophets. The church is where God lives. The church is where God dwells. The church is where God is going to operate from. The church is the place that Jesus said, I will build and the gates of hell will not prevail. The church is the place where God is going to show up. The Bible says, God said, I will rule from Zion in Jesus' Name. The church is above every other institution. The church represents the Kingdom of God, but the church cannot be a theological church only. The church cannot just be a historical place. The church cannot be a place where we just sing hymns and hers. The church is a place where the power of God resides. So this year, you have to press into God. Our theme for this week of fasting and praise back to God. Back to God. Get back to God. Don't justify you too busy. Get back to God. Don't justify you have a new way of doing things. Man, get back to God. Humble yourself and get back to God. Get on your knees again and get back to God. Get broken again and get back to God. Get hungry for God like you were the day you got saved. Be willing to praise God like you did when you first got saved in the Name of Jesus. You get yourself back in the presence of God. Are you listening to me? Get yourself back in the presence of God in Jesus' Name. There's not a church of power in your city. Climb in a car and drive a hundred kilometer. I traveled all over the world looking for the power of God. Today, people live right next door to churches and they can't get out of bed. Jesus rose from the grave. They can't get out of the bed. And they want to talk about resurrection life. Romans 8 verse 11, the Bible says, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal body. Say life. life. 
Ephesians 1, Paul prays. We're talking about the resurrection power. Talking about making demand on the power of God. Talking about discerning, discerning the presence, the power of Jesus in our midst. Coming to church with a different attitude. Believing that God will deal with your problems. Remove your burdens. Destroy your addictions for His glory. So Paul prays and I have to close Ephesians 1. He says, he prays for the church. You on 10 and she's on 7. My brain is busy while I preach, okay. He says, listen, he prays, he says, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The risen Christ, that the eyes of your spiritual understanding may be illuminated, enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling, not yours, His. What are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints? What is the exceeding greatness, listen, of His power toward us? What is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us who, say it, believe. Did I not say that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? What is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe? Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? What is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us, toward our children that are backslidden? Toward our family that are lost. Toward our nation gripped by the power of poverty. What is the exceeding greatness of His power? You know, I met with some great pastors this week. Some of the greatest men in South Africa, and I don't say it lightly. And we were talking about this fourth wave that just was a little spike and confused and confounded the scientists. And everybody talks about herd immunity. And I believe there's a truth in that. But hey, the church has been praying in South Africa that God would intervene. Can somebody give God glory and praise that God would remove the scourge from our land? The scientists in America stand confounded in Australia, in Europe, why this Omicron did not damage our people the way they predicted. I'll tell you, God has risen in South Africa because the church last year positioned themselves and said, we're gonna cry out to God and we're gonna say, God, heal our land. In Jesus' Name. Oh, come on, TBN viewer. Shout Amen if you can pray. Call out to God for a second and thank Him. Thank Him for lifting the scourge from South Africa. Thank Him for healing South Africa. Thank Him for turning things around in South Africa. There is no man that will get the glory. This is for the glory of God. South Africa will be rebirthed for the glory of God. Your life will be rebirthed for the glory of God. And there is nothing the devil will do that can stop it in the Name of Jesus Christ. I'll say it again. Let God arise and let the enemy be scattered in Jesus' Name. Can you give Him a loud praise for a moment? Hallelujah.
Nigeria. <laughs> this plague has lifted where people are praying. Thank God for medicine. But our trust is in God. Say Amen this morning. Says, what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe according to the working of His mighty power, which He wrought in Christ, resurrection power, when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in heavenly places where you are. Far above, say far above. No, come on, say far above. All principality, power, might and dominion, every spell, every incantation, every plan of Satan cannot touch you. because you have the resurrection power of God on the inside of you. You have to stop living in defeat. You have to stop walking in defeat. You have to activate this power that you have received and walk in it. So that when you go pray for the sick, actually something happens. When you share the Gospel, something happens. Lazarus is alive. Your Lazarus is going to come alive. Dead things, I prophesy and declare, dead things in your life are going to come alive in Jesus' Name. Bound things are going to be loosed in the Name of Jesus, I declare it. Empty things are going to be filled by the power of the Holy Ghost. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving please. You've come here today, you say, Pastor, I'm lost, I don't know Jesus. If I die today, I don't even think I'll go to heaven. You know, Jesus rose from the grave so you can be saved. Maybe you're sitting here today there in Durban, here in Bluvenain, north, south, in Valcom, False Bay, in one of our many churches with us today, in a correctional facility somewhere, sitting in a home somewhere. You, your life's not right with God. If you died, you don't know where you would spend eternity. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. Maybe at one time you served God, but you've grown cold and you've lost yourself. God is not yet to judge you, to condemn you. He's yet to save you. But you have to be honest and run back to Him and come back to Him. So right there where you are, you're in this auditorium in every church. This morning you say, Pastor, I need to get right with God. I want to get back with God. I need Jesus in my life. If I died, I don't even think I'll go to heaven. If that is you this morning, I want you quietly raise your hand now in Jesus' Name, wherever you are. Slip your hand up all over this place. Raise it up. Raise it up. God bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. God bless you. Raise it up. Raise it up. Raise it up. Raise it up. There's a heaven to gain. There's a hell to shun. Today you say, I need a new beginning, a fresh start. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Television viewer, this is your moment to turn back to God, to give yourself to Jesus Christ, to invite Him into your life, to be your Lord and your Saviour. Say it on TV this morning, say, Jesus, I surrender my life to You. I accept You as my Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' Name. While every head is bowed in this place, every eye closed in all our churches. There's a stirring in your heart this morning. You say, I need a fresh start with God, a new beginning. My life is right, my dear, no. Kijk op maat, een ding weet die mens. Binnen weet jy, ek is recht, ek is nie recht nie. Jy kan allemaal mislui, maar jouself kan jy nie mislui nie. Binnen weet jy. 
Die grootste wonenwerk is die wonenwerk van bekering. Je hebt nog nooit bekeer nie. Je hebt nog nooit jou leven vir die Heere gegee nie. Vandag as jy so sterwe, weet jy nie waar jy die eeuwigheid so deurbring. This morning, there's a stirring in your heart. I'm not gonna pull teeth here this morning. You're hungry for God or you're not. You're gonna run to God or you're not. You're gonna receive God's mercy or not. So one more time before I pray, He's here this morning calling you to surrender your life to Him. You say, Pastor, that's me. I need a fresh start with God, a new beginning. If you've not yet raised your hand, slip your hand up now in Jesus' name. All over this place as I look, raise it up high unashamedly, quickly, raise it up, 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 up. Now, thank you, thank you. God bless you. Many hands up there. God bless you, bless you. For those of you who've come to the front, it's our privilege um, and our honour to share this day with you. This is the most important day of your life. How can I say that? Because this is the day that everything changes for you, right? Today is a new beginning. God says He makes all things new. So this morning, as we're just gonna pray a simple prayer, the Bible says, call on to the Lord and you will be saved. So that is why we just pray a simple prayer to say, Father, here I am. And God comes into your heart and He makes a living home inside your heart and He makes you a brand new person. So if you would be just so kind to pray with us, Family, just stretch out your hands to them. Just bow your heads, put your hand on your heart and just pray after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank You that You are God. You are my Lord and Saviour. This morning, I come back to You. I come to You, Lord. Be my Lord and my Saviour. Make me a new person. Forgive me my sins. Help me to be a true child of God. Thank You that I am now born again. The old is past and the new has come. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says Amen and Amen. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.